Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at story or narrative-focused games and give our thoughts about them. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Duncan. And this week we played episode one of The Council, episode one titled The Mad Ones. The Council is an interactive narrative game developed by Big Bad Wolf, a French studio. I think this is their first game. Um, published by Focus Home Interactive, released March 13th, 2018, so pretty recently. Fresh. And it's for PS4, Xbox One, and Windows, and it costs uh, about $30. But, but we have administrative stuff to cover first. Alex, give me the rundown. How are things going to work? Well, Duncan... If you remember, previously we released one episode every two weeks on the week without ever missing a single date. Never. Uh, and we were doing very well with that. However, we recently missed our first episode upload ever last week, um, and we felt really bad about it. So we wanted to change everything about how we do everything. Um, so previously we would just do one new game every other week. Occasionally we would throw in a Sonic episode, which I think we've done like five of those over eight months, so like capital O occasionally. Um, but we are changing that. So our new schedule will look something to the effect of we'll be doing a, a full game on the first Thursday of every month, and then we will be taking a week off, and then the next Thursday we will be doing something else, which I leave vague because it's vague to us. This could mean another series. This could mean um, us talking about shorter games, experimental games. It could mean us not talking about you know, a game in particular. Maybe we talk about a topic. Maybe we we don't really know. It's an experimental slot for us to do yeah. kind of whatever we want with. And then we will be closing on the last Thursday of every month with the Sonic episode. So we'll be getting one full game, one Sonic episode, and one kind of experimental episode every month. And we think this new format, because we have so much flexibility, will allow us to really explore some more interesting ideas and kind of try out a couple of new things and hopefully also play people. longer games too yeah yes yeah. and guests see, you know guests yeah. is also a big a big thing as duncan said on on what we're trying to do just because we think it'll be fun you know we got a slot for them every week now or month every month every month so expect your expect your boys expect your boys talking about different things and then expect a, a sonic every month yeah Every month and out of the month. We'll do our best to deliver. Yeah. When we came up with the idea, it was that it was going to be easier and have less prep time. And now <laughs> that we've set it out in a straight line, it seems like it's going to be more work and more prep time and more recording time. We're so we're going to do our so, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're both we're both pieces of shit. So hopefully well, this will... <laughs> You know, speak for yourself. I'm on the grind 24/7. I'm just too busy, you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you're you're the one you're the one hustling at Dropsy's Twitter. Yeah, that's you. yeah. Well, oh yeah, you. yeah. Let's call your interactions hustling on Twitter. Let's call the four <laughs> awkward tweets you've sent out in the last six months hustling on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're doing over there. That's the real grind. Uh, let's let's get into the game. I, I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I feel like I'm being bullied. This I thought this was my safe space. But you were wrong on at least one of those accounts. So, the council, right? It's yes. a game. I that... described it as interactive narrative game. That's that's a bad description. Hey. That's every video game. Hey guys. <laughs> have you uh have you played The Walking Dead? Have you played The Life is Strange? You know, uh, any any telltale-esque narrative game. It's a lot like this one um except it's a little twist to the gameplay. 
you can level your character in different aspects of knowledge or abilities, and you kind of have, like, energy points to spend on doing different actions based on those level ups. So it adds this kind of new layer of gameplay and leveling system to a, uh, a, a gameplay format that usually doesn't really have that. Yeah, that's that's the little twist on this game that kind of kind of drew us into it being something interesting. And also, you know, the plot seemed relatively interesting. So, but we're going to get into just the first episode because this is five episodic uh, sections here. So, is it yeah. five? I don't Did they yeah. say five? It's five. Okay. It's I've five. always been assuming five, and I think that's just because every Telltale style game forever has been five episodes. So no. I just assumed it was, but I didn't know. So, um, up front, the other thing I will say is that this game is set, I think, in France? I don't know. It's, it's set in an island, island somewhere. Yeah, but there France. are... Yeah, the characters are largely French or from you know, the UK or yeah. I think there's somebody from Prussia. Um, and it's all set in, I think, 1790, 1780, somewhere around there. So it's... We're going to fuck up the names is really what I was getting at. So just yeah. kind of bear with us there. Yeah, or the locations. Well, there's yeah. only one, so it's fine. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, I can say France. Fr- fuck. Oh, Fr- oh man. French. Fr- French? <laughs> that, nope, nope. That's, that's nope. Well. <laughs> well. Shut it down, boys. Shut it down. Time shut to, it down. <laughs> it's time to end this. Dunk is an idiot. We knew it the whole time, but we'd never well. heard him try to say the word France before, so we never had a 100% <laughs> diagnosis. That's why, that's why we started this podcast is so... You could just prove that fact to me. Yeah, long con, long con. Uh, so let's get into it. Let's yeah, uh, let's, let's start. About um, do you want to walk us through the prologue, Duncan? Or sure, do you want me to? sure, sure. So first, before we do, I want to say that graphically, this game goes for an insanely like photorealistic style, and sometimes it really, really, really works, and sometimes it's really bad. So mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I think any kind of screenshot you see of this game is is really great. Like, it's really cool looking of how, like, you know, photorealistic they got some of these characters. But I think, uh, you know, watch a video of it real quick. But, you know, but some... don't watch the trailer because the trailer made it look very good. Oh, Alex. And Alex. <laughs> look, the, I'm just saying, the trailer, I yeah. watched it and I was like, damn, this is going to look dope as hell. And I played the first 15 minutes and I was like, damn, this is something. Yeah, yeah. So so uh, just like take a look at an image of it just so you can kind of imagine, imagine what we're looking at here. So um, you play as Louis de Richet. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. That's better uh, than I all expected. Right. Damn. <laughs> and uh, your mother uh, is Sarah F- Faustine de Richet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that so right. your mother Sarah and you are tied up and then there's this brute guy who's like, you know, tell me where the book is and then you you and your mother are real smart and you like outwit him. Pretty much you're able to take care of the thug and like it's kind of like looking back at a memory of the good old the good days cuz you mm-hmm. and your mom are pretty much part of, you know, a, a secret secret society. 
I you guess. Are the Order of the Golden Circle? I want to yeah, say is what yeah. it's called. And yep. your mother, your mother's like one of the heads. I think she's the head of the French branch of it. She's like she's up there. What really happens at the end of that prologue? <laughs> so the, the I know prologue. she goes missing. That's the like plot hook is that she's gone missing and you're going. Well, to that this doesn't island. even happen in the prologue though. You it doesn't. That in a freaking note. No, the prologue is literally just the scene with the dude beating you up, and then you make a choice whether to like attack him or listen to your mother and not do anything once you freed yourself of the handcuffs. Okay, that's yeah. It. That's it. Okay, all right. So but then it also, just transitions to you on a boat, and then you're thinking, like, I can't believe my mother, or my mother should be here, and she's not, and I don't understand why, and, uh... Yeah, you're summoned yeah. to this island by, like, the lord of the castle saying, like, Oh, I lost your mom. Come find her. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So that's, that's, that's your hook there, is uh, you get a little prologue of... Of you and your mom being being smart Frenchies, and and then uh, no, no no let's let's no, roll French that one back. Term. Okay, no, it, I mean it's a term for like French fries, I think, but and French um, bulldogs, but yeah, it feels bad if you say that about people, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> so, so once you you see you land on this port and well, hold on, hold on, yeah. Yeah, you make an important choice in the prologue, Duncan. We gotta talk about all these choices, okay? <laughs> okay. Did you attack right. the guy, or did you let your mom take care of it? I let mommy take care of it. <laughs> See, and we got different things because I think your guy didn't die, right? Uh, no, you he don't didn't remember. die. Yeah, I knocked him out. We knocked him out together. Okay, because in mine, he slashed me across my face, so my dude has a big scar on his face, and then Whoa. he got shot. Whoa. So you like, should have trusted mommy, dude. Well, I wanted to trust mom, but I didn't because I had my hands free, and that seemed smarter, so I just took care of it because my Louis de Richet is a man's man who oh, don't doesn't get accept started help. on my, my Louis. My Louis, my Louis, Louis de Richet. <laughs> that's, that's the first choice, Alex. You, you got it. Yep. <laughs> what kind of impact did that make on you? I mean, look, my dude had a scar for the whole game, and it was it was a lot. It was a huge scar, and it was the least realistic-looking part of his face, so that kind of did suck, actually. <laughs> well, you're not going to be able to get many ladies with that scar, dude. <laughs> Just you wait and see. <laughs> this so, game was tagged with nudity. Yes. God. And then, uh, so, so you go to the port, you meet with a couple characters. Uh, there's Emily Hisborough. Ooh. No, that was bad. Redo that one. Emily Hillsborough? Hillsborough? No, see, why are you saying it like you're whispering Hil- the first half? Like her name can't be said in full. <laughs> Emily, Emily Hillsborough? <laughs> we dare not speak it in full. <laughs> you don't want to say it in full. Otherwise, she'll come knocking at your door. You oh, say no. Emily Hillsborough three times <laughs> in a mirror, and she fucking appears behind you. <laughs> all right, all right. We got Emily Hillsborough. <laughs> And uh, and who is the other one? <laughs> you want to hit me with the other one, Duncan? Because this is a good one. This is one you won't fuck up. The other one's name is uh, Giuseppe Piaggi. It's super fucking not. It's There's Giuseppe. No way. His name. What is do you Giuseppe. think it is? Uh, Giuseppe. 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 Piaggi. Giuseppe. So it's G I U S E P P E. P-I-A-G-G-I. Look, he's a cardinal. I'm just going to refer to we're him as the call cardinal. Him, yeah, we're calling Birdman. Cardinal. Well, no. <laughs> different cardinal. Different yeah. cardinal, Duncan. <laughs> he's not a bird that you talk to throughout the game. Uh, well, 
not the way you played it. I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. I did make a different choice than you at the beginning. Who knows what that changed? <laughs> so, uh, so you meet these two characters. Emily is a duchess. That's the She's word royalty. For it. She calls you out on not knowing who she is, but like you can also know who she is if you have points in the right skills. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. See, I, I went. Which, which, which skill route did you go? Uh, I went for the detective skill route. Mm. See, I went for the Oculus because I thought there was going to be some crazy, spooky shit mm. happening. Occultist? Yeah. Yeah, okay. O- you said Oculus like the Rift? Like the oh. Oculus Rift? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, this game would be so much better if your dude was just wearing a VR headset the whole time. <laughs> He's just reaching out, pretending to touch things. Whoa! <laughs> it's like you're right there! <laughs> that would be uh. trippy as fuck. Yeah, no, I, I went detective because the game, at least the prologue, gave me the impression that it was going to be going for, like, a Sherlock Holmes type of vibe. So I figured I would just lean into that and go for the detective route. Yeah, I feel like I, feel like I like, I'm, like, building myself up for later. Because I think this first chapter really wasn't, wasn't anything like that. <laughs> but, uh... I'll agree with you there. <laughs> so... So, so why don't you continue? Why don't you, why don't you keep, keep me going here? Yeah, so you, you get to that port, and like Duncan said, you kind of talk to the Cardinal and Emily. The conversations are, again, they're, they're largely just they're introductions. introductions. Yeah. yeah. The Cardinal's kind saying, of an idiot, and... <laughs> oh, okay. Damn. Oh, well, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump here. All introductions, right. no one cares. Okay, you... Uh, then you have this discussion with the Cardinal, right? Mm-hmm. The Cardinal is like, hey, this letter is for your missing mom. And usually me and your mom just do private business. Like, we're, we're very... Fucking, they're so obviously fucking, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, usually it's just private between me and her in a bedroom. <laughs> me and your mother. Are you getting what I'm saying here, son? Nobody Maybe else son? usually joins. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and and also anytime that you're talking to him it's playing goofy music he's clearly the fool the of this music. he's clearly the fool of the story and you then think that's trying to make a statement about religion Ooh, i dare mm. not touch it that emily hillsborough <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> oh god um so anyways and you can so easily talk him into giving you the letter which is fine. I get that. You know, you're you're a smooth talker. But then right when he gives you the letter, he tells you exactly what's in the letter. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, don't, I mean, don't. This, you this is a private letter. Please don't show this to anyone. Don't open it. I, it's just for your mother. Okay, I'll deliver it straight to her. Okay, the list is actually a list of people <laughs> that we have. Like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't even yeah. remember what the list was about because I was it's a too list amazed. Of names of people in like the Catholic Church who his mom's been helping escape persecution. I think. Okay. Um, yeah, you're right. And like that's fine. I agree with you. This is what I'll say. I forgive this particular conversation a bit because it's introducing the mechanic, right? So you know, the entire game is conversations and walking around and doing things and. One of the main mechanics is very, very shockingly similar to the backtalk mechanic in Life is Strange Before the Storm, (laughs) where you just, like, you have a conversation, like, 
a stretch of conversation where you'll be asked certain questions and you have to respond correctly and you get a certain number of failures. And if you exceed that number of failures, then you fail the conversation. And if you don't, you know, you say all the right things, then you pass the conversation. This introduction with the Cardinal where he's talking about the letter, um, when you like first go into um, Lord Mortimer's mansion, which is where you're staying, uh, is them saying, hey, these are the concepts, this is how this works, right? Like you are always supposed to get the information about what's in the letter. But this is what I'm saying. Maybe the Cardinal is playing you for the fool, right? He's like, here's this letter. I'm going to tell you what's in it. Let's see if you trust me by whether or not you open to confirm if what I said is true. Are you trying to say, like, episode five, the Cardinal's going to be, like, at the backdrop of, like, a a fucking quadruple homicide, and he's going to be like, I've been fooled, or you've been fooled by me the entire time. Um, I'm saying it's not outside the realm of possibility. I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. keep an open and logical but mind, Duncan. I disagree with you on that, though, still. I, I still think that the him telling you what's in the letter is super unnecessary because you just end up, op- you can open it later anyways, and that makes for the tension of, am I going to, like, am I going to stick with this cardinal dude or should I read this letter? You know what I mean? Like, because there was an option for you to open up the letter. Yeah, you and get I that feel option like as soon as you get back to your room, I feel like what's the point of opening it if I already know to what's see in it? Whether or not you know he was lying to you or and he you wasn't information, <laughs> and he wasn't. I mean, no, but I think you maybe get more. Oh, look, I don't. No, look, no, I did. I opened scene. the letter. I opened oh, the letter, God. and it's literally nothing. <laughs> okay, well that's fair. Look, I'm defending <laughs> this scene, but I do have in my notes written down for this conversation, like in quotes, the cardinal going, "This list is only for her." And then at the like literally a minute and a half later, going, "Ha ha, good talk." Anyway, here's this list, and here's what's in it. Like, yeah. because it was very stupid. Um, I'm just, I just, I can forgive some of it because they're just trying to shoehorn in, shoehorn in tutorial without making it seem weird. But it it does seem weird. Um, So, yeah. Moving on, though. uh, There is a little bit of a scene where you get to walk around the port when you first arrive and, like, explore and look for clues. This is mostly, again, just to teach you the mechanics of the game more so than to give you any real information. You find, like, a box of things your mom hid under a floorboard. The mechanic is you run around and press the A button on everything you can. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is fire. Which is fair. That's that's standard fare for these kind of games. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it always is. Um, so after you talk with the Cardinal and Elizabeth, no, Emily, um, you move over and meet somebody by the fire, and who do you meet but that's right, Mr. George Washington, President of the United States of America. (laughs) I want that to be the new intro to our podcast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's Washington, and he's looking... He, he's looking. He's looking. <laughs> so Washington, um, look, we're going to talk a little bit more about the historical characters in this game in a little bit. I don't want to get into it right now because I think there's some some better meat later. But hey, I'll say it. He's my favorite. Wow. Okay. I'll say it. He's my least favorite. What are you talking about? He's so fucking. He's such a like uninteresting dude. And also, like, 
I have no suspicion of George Washington being the bad guy. Like, there's a 0% chance he's a bad dude because this developer's not going to have the fucking balls to make Washington a bad dude. Like, they're not going to do that. That's why I like him so much. I can fall back on him. I know he cannot tell a lie, dude. He cannot tell a lie. Unless he fucking can, in which case I'll be very impressed. But he's just like... Like he's uninteresting, I think. But like it, I don't think he's interesting. Mm. He's no, just he's my bad. favorite. <laughs> yeah, I also hate. Okay, so this is something I'll say, and I'll talk about this every time. But I hate ninety percent of the voice acting in this game. Yeah, um, it's just bad, and I don't think Washington sounds anything like what you would what? expect Washington to sound like. He sounds like a. You know what I actually don't like about him? He's a little fucking gossip girl. He is a little gossipy bitch, isn't he? Yeah, because, like, anytime, he, 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 like, within the first three minutes of you meeting him, he's like, oh, do you have any good juicy stories? Anything, like, <laughs> straight up asks in a group of people. <laughs> if you got any fucking hot juicy stories on anyone here. Oh, my God. It's also, so good. there's a line where they're talking about, because George Washington reveals that, you know, he had a, he has a relationship with your mother, probably sex, and <laughs> and uh, who in this goddamn mansion hasn't fucked my mom? <laughs> and uh, but anyways, the line is uh, they're talking about his family, and he says, for me at least, he said, "Well, you can pick your nose, but you can't pick your family." And everyone gave a full belly laugh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get that line, and my life was better for it. Oh, man. Dude, that's that's what I knew. That's when I knew this game was for me. Oh, God. I just don't this... know. Like, And they all had, like, a... See, the best part about it is they didn't seem like... Like, just that's a stupid joke. Stupid people would laugh at that joke and be like, that's great. Um, but they all gave, like, a very sophisticated, like, oh, <laughs> like, like, that was very witty. So so here's one of my things, and this is not with a problem I have with Washington. This is a problem I have with just, like, the general um, idea this game's trying to go for. Like, the general, I guess, world it's trying to create is, like, Washington is here at the behest of Lord Mortimer, who owns the mansion and apparently knows everybody in high society um, and yes. has done them all massive favors. And Washington says that the reason he, like, always comes when Lord Mortimer asks is because Lord Mortimer heavily financed his campaign for his second term of the presidency and if it weren't for him he wouldn't have won and like yo it's fucking bullshit to even suggest that there was a chance washington didn't win the fucking presidency the second time over like yeah i could that it was, seems a little weird that they, it's yeah out of this world they're just like oh yeah well the only reason like, also, the only reason Washington won the fucking second presidency in the United States of America is because foreign interests were paying for it. It's already kind of a bad look for America. What fucking one president in. So, like, yeah, I didn't like it. It kind of it irked me a little bit when they said that. And I was like, all right, well, okay. I, after the cardinal and then this, I'm not sure, Gabe. Maybe, I'm not sure. Maybe it was just, like, a $20 voucher. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's really appreciative of it because George Washington's just such a nice dude, and and like Lord Mortimer is like, I'm helping you out very much with this twenty dollar voucher, and then mm, he's like, Oh, okay. thank you, that was that was so nice. 
Well, twenty yeah, bucks back then was like a million now, so no, it makes sense. That's a million. <laughs> like, like probably a hundred. No way. Your inflation is fucking nah. You're out your own ass right now. It's like a thousand easy, easy. Okay. You're probably right. I'm bad with the shit. So yeah, I don't know either. Um, so <laughs> I, I guess we should mention like you, you have this conversation with everybody, and then you have the choice to, um, you know, George Washington basically says, "Hey, stick around. I want to talk to you because he's also a member of the Golden Circle." Um, and you have the option to stay with him around the fire or go with Gregory Holm and the Cardinal, I believe, as they go eat dinner. Um, Mm -hmm. We should say Gregory Holm is the grossest-looking person who's ever existed. Yes. The dude is, like, straight aristocrat, like, pure white face, so much makeup, but also looks like he's 10,000 years old. He also... Puts it on like really poorly, like yeah. the white white face makeup. It's like really bad. It like it doesn't fill in his cracks in his face. Like no, I can't. This is for all you. This is for all you modelers out there, Alex. You know what a bump map is? I know a little bit. Yeah, I've so heard it's the term. Just, it just it's map just a the texture that makes someone like or it makes a texture you know like look like it has like roughness pretty mm-hmm. much. And I can't imagine the intensity of that bump map, dude. It, it, he's got, like, craters in his face. Yeah, he it's does. Real bad. It's, it's real bad. It's a lot. Also, I don't have any fucking clue who he is. He's, like, a friend of Lord Mortimer, and that's it. But he, like, runs the place. Okay. Like, oh, it's because he's good friends with him. This is my first impression. This is Lord Mortimer's fuckboy. <laughs> I don't mean that in a sexual way. I just mean this is like, like he does everything Lord Mortimer says. He's like his little his little right hand man, his little pet. You know what I mean? So you've gone all over the place in terms of how you're describing him and the level of like importance he's awarded between right hand man and fuckboy and pet. <laughs> I just okay. want to point that all right, out. Those all right. three are not terms I would subtract, ever equate. Subtract right hand man, fuckboy, okay. pet. <laughs> Pet fuck boy. <laughs> I'm uh, sticking with that. So I chose to go with Washington. Yes, me too. Me too. Everybody in the world did. Um, yeah. Though you don't actually get stats on who chose what, so I don't know. But yeah, so I, I don't know how the discussion with home goes. I think you just get a little information about how he is connected to your mother. Basically the same thing you get from Washington, just different side of that. Yeah. Um, and then after either of those conversations, again, the Washington conversation was really just him saying, I'm a member of this, and also, you know, I liked your mom, and we'll hang out, basically. <laughs> it wasn't a ton of substance to it. Yeah. Uh, then you go upstairs. Um, you also find out that Emily Hillsborough, she's part of that conversation, too. I forgot. She's also a member of the Golden Circle Order thing. I forget exactly what it's called. Yeah. Um, but then you are shown to your rooms by a servant. And you basically walk around this giant mansion until you find a room. And then you get in and are almost immediately forced to go to bed. Yeah. yeah. And that concludes chapter one. I don't think anybody's tired. And it yeah. definitely felt like I was being forced to go to bed. Yeah. Hey, we got to wake up early, guys. Come on. <laughs> Bedtime. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a little. Was and then everyone much. sneaks out of their room and fucking hangs out. Basically. Yeah. Um, so but, end of chapter one, I do want to mention you just, when you do go to bed, um, we'll talk about your room a little bit more because you get more time to explore it later. But uh, you do get 
kind of the mechanical side of things, you do get straight up, um, this is how much experience you earned, these are the dialogue options you succeeded in, these are the ones you failed in, and then I actually do kind of like this one, they display like missed opportunities, so yeah. other paths you could have taken, um, which is just kind of neat to see like, oh, I didn't even know that was an option to like bump into that character or to it have that It does add a lot of replayability to that and being like, oh, I'm going to remember that if I ever want to play this again. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. that that's kind of cool. And then you level up and you get to, you know, allocate skill points into your tree to help conversation and exploration options. And then you get to choose a book to read in the morning, which kind of just gives you more skill points as you go throughout the game. So the mechanical side of things, they definitely do make a point of, of integrating it. It's not just something that it feels like a throwaway. So it, it's, yeah. you know, that is where you get all of those. And then, you know, you level up to level two and you wake up the next morning Um you have a vision at the beginning of chapter two, which is actually the second vision you have, and we totally fucking drop the ball on talking about it in chapter one. When you have that vision when oh, you first get yeah. to the port of, like, your mom who's missing her arm holding a gun to, like, Emily Hillsborough, and then some other dude bursts in, which I think was home, and then she shoots Emily. That was kind of important, and I'll be honest, I forgot about it. 20 minutes after it happened, which is why I didn't mention it just now. See, I kept that in my mind pretty hard. And I, I do have a big theory about how it connects. Okay. So, well. uh, so we'll talk about that. But I, I definitely actually kind of liked that, and it it drew me in more than anything else in the first chapter. So, yeah, fair enough. Um, so yeah, chapter two begins with you having a vision slash dream, kind of whatever you wanna call it. Um, basically, of just a conversation happening between. A man who you assume to be Lord Mortimer, and he is talking to or playing chess with Gregory Holm, um, and they're talking about the fact that you're here and the fact that your mom is gone and that they brought you here to find your mom, and Holm gets really mad because he's losing a game of chess and, like, picks up a piece and throws it into the fire because he's apparently a big no, old bitch baby. He's not. he's not losing... He, this is perfect. This this is great for my fuckboy example. He, <laughs> they're hanging out. They're having a good time. He's like, I'm so glad it's just me and you playing chess, hanging out. This is great. And he's like, Oh yeah, my uh, my friend Napoleon's coming over. And he's like, ah, ah, Why could it never just be me and you? And then he throws the chess piece in the fire. And he's like, Dude, we'll continue this at a later date. And he still freaks out and storms out like a little fuckboy. Yeah, you're right. He sucks. <laughs> he sucks. Um, he doesn't suck. He just... He just no, he sucks. He Let's just not likes pretend Mortimer. he doesn't suck. He just likes Mortimer a lot, and he wants to That's, hang out with Mortimer. The two are not mutually exclusive. He wants to romance sucks. Mortimer. God, it's not a Bioware game. You can't just fuck everyone. <laughs> you don't know that. That's true. Uh, um, <laughs> so then... Uh, as, as Duncan said, who, who comes into the room but fucking Napoleon Bonaparte? Who, Bonaparte has i think the world's greatest <laughs> french accent <laughs> i think it's the world's greatest french accent let's hear it lord mortimer and the golden order through your mother have concluded a financial agreement stay composed louis i'm listening an agreement for camels lord mortimer assured me that you are to take over the project on behalf of your mother you must know that I am deeply sorry about our disappearance, but I must validate the deal urgently if I want to be able to organize things properly. I haven't seen Lord Mortimer yet. 
I'm afraid I'll be unable to answer your questions. He assured me that you could replace your mother during her absence. I appreciate his confidence. Hello, my name Napoleon Bonaparte. I'm here because you called me in, sir. Omledo, farmash. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I am Napoleon. Omledo, farmash. Honestly, I think I'd rather listen to that for the rest of the hour and a half of this game. Oh, okay. You know, listen to you. I mean, oh, oh, okay. The still certain voice actors are not egregious. I don't want to just dunk on this game for an hour and a half. Certain voice <sighs> actors are not terrible. Napoleon Bonaparte's French accent is terrible. Like, yeah. and that's a pretty important part to get right. I feel. Because well, now I just problem. have to listen to a bad accent for the here's, entirety of the game. Here's the problem. A French accent isn't doesn't sound authentic in English. It just doesn't work like that. He he should really be speaking French and we should be getting subs. That's I don't know honestly why the that best scenario. Happen. Yeah, that's honestly the best scenario because putting tacking an English accent onto English or <laughs> tacking a French <laughs> accent onto English just doesn't it just feels wrong. Even if you're good at it, it still feels like, I don't know, it doesn't feel as good as if he just spoke French and I just read the subtitles. That would be great. But I do get that. Would, well, no, then Louis could speak French, too. It, it doesn't make any sense why it would have to be in English, because I'm like, well, maybe there's, like, language barriers, but still, that yeah, wouldn't be I mean, it's, it's for simplicity's sake, so you don't have to read subtitles, especially if you're trying to, like, read visual when, cues. Dude, it's a narrative game! Any. I know, I know. <laughs> Look... I, I agree with what you're saying. I do think there are definitely levels, though, in terms of how authentic your accent sounds. And this yes. definitely sounds like a dude trying to do an accent. Uh, which but that is doesn't make any sense and like, that it's a French developer. Yeah, I know. I'm going to feel terrible if it turns out it's, like, actually a French voice actor and I'm just, like, an asshole who doesn't know what French people sound like. Yikes. <laughs> so, like, I'm don't cut it out because I agree with it. But, like, I'm going to feel bad if it turns out I'm wrong. Yeah. Um. So then they talk about... um. Napoleon and the guy who owns the castle, whose name I've said, but forgot to write down. There it is. Lord Mortimer um, mm -hmm. sort of discussed the fact that you're here and that they had previously, you know, Napoleon previously had a agreement with your mother for a bunch of money so that he could afford a bunch of cannons for his conquest. But since she's missing, he has to talk to you about everything. And then you are rudely awoken by a banging on your door. And who is it, Duncan? It's George Washington. I need to speak with you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Mr. Washington knocks on your door to inform you that he is in dire, dire need of your help. Um, which I think is kind of bullshit given what he actually asked you to do. Um, he wants to go peep and creep on Elizabeth. <laughs> So, he, um, basically, yeah, he asks you to go confirm that the woman who you had briefly seen earlier walking down the stairs, who, which, again, the scene we forgot to mention, um, you know, this kind of sickly-looking woman is, is escorted out of the room down the stairs and is revealed to be Elizabeth Adams, the son of his vice president, um, and John Adams, his vice president, John Adams, and... She was supposed to be dead. He went to her funeral. You know, she's supposed to have died when she was very young. And you're supposed to go confirm that that's actually who it is for him, which is, like, not that dire of a thing. 
Yeah. But he gets real mad if you say no. Yeah, I said no for sure. Me too. Because yeah. I wanted to know if my vision was true. It seemed insanely... I mean, I can understand his point of view because he doesn't know where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't mm-hmm. know what I'm doing. He doesn't know I'm having a vision about Napoleon Bonaparte making deals about cannons. But, like, yeah. even if I wasn't, it, it can wait till tomorrow, my dude. Yeah, it's like you know, 1 a.m. What the fuck are you going to do? Like, also, just confirm yourself. somebody. Just like, ask her. Better yeah. yet. <laughs> just knock on but, her door instead of being a little gossip girl going to your neighbor <laughs> and saying could you could you go check on her because i don't want to see her maybe she'll <laughs> notice me and i saw her at her funeral and i don't that's, that's what george washington sounds like dude and then when you say no he's like well i hope you don't need anything from me ever <laughs> dude <laughs> I will take say a chill though, pill. After that, the next morning, it's like it never even happened, and he was being oh yeah, he perfectly friendly to me. Oh yeah, yeah, no, uh, that or he's like just super two faced. I feel we are dunking on George Washington for as much as we have. Kind of feels like I shouldn't be dunking on George Washington <laughs> this much. Hey, hey, hey! This is this is this is um, uh, Big Bad Wolf's depiction of George Washington. We're not actually dunking on the real George Washington. That is true. That is true. So, you, um, I mean, you and I did the same thing, so I don't actually know what happens if you go help Washington. You get a different yeah, scene here. I didn't watch either. it. Did you? No. no. Okay. Well, oh, well. You, um, instead, you get to go investigate your vision, which basically comes down to you trying to find out a way to sneakily get outside the window of the room where Lord Mortimer and Napoleon Bonaparte are discussing everything, which, I mean... Literally, I, I found a key and opened a door and then went to the window and walked outside and walked around. Ooh, ooh, ooh. We got oh, different. Do we got different? a branching path. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. We got branching path. Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. <laughs> so, we found one, boys. <laughs> so I went through Emily's room. Ooh, okay. And, uh, and she was sleeping on her bed because their rooms were connected. <laughs> so Where she the was fuck sleeping. else would she be sleeping, my dude? She was sleeping on the floor. Uh, Weird and not good. (laughs) So she's like still in her sexy outfit pretty much. Okay. Well, and she's sleeping with no covers on as you do. Oh, naturally. uh, Yeah. And then uh, Louis was just like, I could, I could take a peek real quick or I could just keep going. You're doing some creep. (laughs) Yeah. So, so the moment he said that, I made a character choice, and I said, "No, Louis is a creep." No, (laughs) you didn't make a character choice. You revealed a piece of your own character. I just, I wanted to see what it would be like. I wanted to see what would happen. And (laughs) yeah, that's what every voyeur for the history of time has said. (laughs) Congratulations. So, so I stood there like a fucking peep creep. Dude, just staring at her body for, like, way too long, where I was trying to press the B button to get out, and I realized this wasn't my fetish, and, uh, <laughs> and that was I too late. far too late that this was not, in fact, my fetish. Because <laughs> it might not have been mine, but it was definitely Louis, because he's like, oh, God, she's just as beautiful as I imagined. Oh, and, uh, and so you move on, you walk through the door, you read a bunch of her letters, which are really boring. And then you get through there, and then you get to peep on uh, Napoleon. Okay, that's fair. 
So I went back through her room, mm. but I didn't go through it initially. I think I just went in a different window. Okay. Um, and then she like, this probably happened to you too. I'm assuming you also went back through her window. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you you know you listen to Napoleon and um, Lord Mortimer talk, which is not. There's not much it's there. It's just confirming. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is, it was neat to be like, oh, my visions are real. Okay. And there's like a scene where a bird flies away because fucking of course there is and you have to hide. It's yeah. Who cares? Very <laughs> easy. Um, and then you go back through the door through um, Emily's room and she like comes up behind you and puts a knife to your throat and you have yeah. to talk your way out of it. Mm-hmm which was a pretty easy conversation choice. I basically just like, <laughs> if you just make a joke every time, eventually she's like, uh, okay, you're fine. Easy for you. But guess I'm, what? Guess what? what, Alex? Did you fail it? She was awake the whole time. Oh, no. She saw me peep. She saw Louis oh, creep. Oh, my God. She was so <laughs> yes. pissed. You she was not happy, it. dude. It was no good, dude. No you good for me. I failed it. She it. tossed me out of my room. Or her room, she's like, get the fuck out, you peepin' creep. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I I was just trying to look at the next room. She's not happy. You fucking deserved it. Yeah. The game really punishes you. It does, man. All right. Good to know. Good to yeah. know. I was, that's, a, that's a good. I like that moment. I like that our, our little diversion there. That's cool. Yeah. It's like, for as much as I think this game does wrong, I do think it seems to have enough like little extra scenes here and there based on your choices that, you know, it could be pretty interesting to see where it goes. Yeah. But that's basically all of chapter two. You go back mm-hmm. to your room, right? Yep. I'm not forgetting. We're not forgetting anything this time, right? Mm. Probably. But let's move Probably. on. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so uh, chapter three we got here is we wake up in the morning and, uh, we're we're a hundred percent sure that our mother must have left us some kind of message. Uh, naturally, naturally, because she's you know she's Sherlock Holmes esque. You know they both yeah. are, so they're just leaving secret eh, messages for each other. That dude's not really, but well, fine. yeah, she is. He, he wants to be. Yeah, he's a little junior. He's a junior detective. Uh, so she leaves a book out where he's like, "Oh, I was this is my favorite book," or "I was never allowed to read this," or something like that. And um, you open it, and you kind of figure out that she squeezed lemon juice on the pages. Mm. And the way to f- uh, to encrypt the pages is that you need to heat it up with a candle. And I yeah. didn't really get that. So I do think that's actually how it works okay i'm not certain on that but i do like i i don't know because i've never tried it but i know that you can make invisible ink type concoctions with some fruit and then you can have that ink be revealed with heat. is it you think it's just because of the moisture that that's um, placed in the pages that it's now I, like it might be yeah. like, i don't remember something i'm pretty like sure that. that's real look it's either real or i saw it in national treasure so either way it's real <laughs> in my heart yeah yeah um, national treasures yeah. is real so the the message pretty much explains Though, that yeah I, well, I did want to mention just about this message before we go on you can fuck this puzzle up i don't know if you knew that oh um but no. she writes something and you have a bunch of different ways you can try and reveal it because you can heat it up with a candle but if you don't like have the correct skill you don't know which like how it 
becomes revealed. So you can also rub ashes on it, and you can also do one other thing with it that is escaping me right now. You put something else on it. Um, and if you do those, I know this because I put ash on it at first, you just lose a part of the message because it becomes unreadable when you eventually solve the puzzle. Oh, uh, interesting. Which is, I wonder interesting. Which, which, part of the puzzle, which part of the message did you get? Um, the part about the Gorgon. Ah, like well, where all eyes that, size that part, the important part. That part's really unimportant, yeah. <laughs> so, and okay. I missed everything else, so. So the message pretty much was, hey, in the room where all the eyes are on you, and then something about hey, the uh, the Medusa. Yeah. So Enough that you are like, I don't know what that means, but I can figure it out later. Yeah, exactly. And then you get invited to a luncheon. Woo! Yay, luncheon! Woo! What could be more fun than an aristocratic lunch? <laughs> so you, you, you're like, I don't want to go down. And then they're like, you're being requested to go down. Lord Mortimer is going to be there. And you're like, okay, I have to go. And then you go and he's not there. So the Fucking Lord Mortimer is never there. Yeah. But, but, but you do meet some new characters. We meet. You meet... Well, you uh, meet Elizabeth first on the way to lunch. Oh, I didn't. Well, that's where I met her. You didn't oh. meet her on the way to lunch? Oh, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. Because there's yeah. a dude There's a dude sweeping the stairs. Like, <laughs> the, the huge fucking stairs. Real big stairs. And the he's like... Serpent. He's. You go down there and you're like, mm, I should probably take the other set of stairs. And I'm like, yo, the word excuse me exists. Take yeah. the stairs, dog. Like, Fuck. <laughs> It's not like you just like climbed in through a window and you're covered in mud and like fucking weak old dirt and blood or something. Like, you just he'll be fine. Also, just walk right past him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a servant too. Like, I mean, in our time, like as modern people, we know it's not okay to be like that. But you know, he lived in that time. You could be like, oh, it's a fucking servant. Get out of my way. You know. I mean, not my Louis. Not my Louis. My <laughs> Your Louis is a fucking peep Louis? creep. I don't know. <laughs> my Louis a peep creep, and he's mistreating his slaves. So, oh god. Um, so yeah, but you do meet you meet Elizabeth Adams on the stairs down because you had to take a different stairway, and she basically pulls you aside and confirms who you are, and then spends a long time telling you how your mother was basically torturing her is the way that she makes it sound yeah it's it um, kind of sounds not, like a lot of exorcist style stuff like there's yeah some, there's some true evil inside of her and she was trying to you know exercise cut it evil, out and... cut it out and there's a lot of like she's got a oh by the way for those of you who don't know what she looks like she's got like a in this scene at least she's got a really fucked up red eye she's got a lot of scars a lot of tattoos her hair yeah. is like she looks like a uh character from mad max pretty much like very very much yeah like yeah. way into the punk scene for sure i really guaranteed. like her tattoos though they're really they cool. are actually really good so yeah. is she's probably she, one of the was, best design characters like honestly appearance i met her and talked to her and afterwards like that i left and i was like that's the most interesting conversation i've had this entire fucking game and this was a character that i've gotten to talk to for like a minute and a half like yeah. fuck yep. but such as it is, you know, she leaves, 
then you go and uh, you go to sit down with the rest of the characters at this big table in like a fucking nice ass dining area. Oh my god! So it's just got like a balcony looking out onto the fucking ocean, and it's all sunny, and there's butterflies literally just everywhere. Yeah, there are so magical. many butterflies. It's truly magical. This is a really beautiful scene. I think every like building and interior thus far was okay at best. Like, mm. It's just like this is photorealistic. It looks good, but I'm not like terribly impressed. And this was yeah. like the first place where I'm like, this is gorgeous. And I could like, if this was a VR room, I'd spend a lot of time in it. You know? Yeah. It cool. It was really cool. Um, and yeah, that's that's the dinner where you meet everyone. So yeah, you meet you meet uh, <laughs> Johan Johan von Wolner. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I think this, it would be like von Wolner, but I'm not. This sure. is uh, this is the Prussian guy, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That sounds right. And then... didn't talk much. Jacques Perut. <laughs> Jacques? Jacques. Jacques. Jacques, Jacques Perut. Peru. Peru. There you go. And this guy just didn't talk. He's just a fat, fat lug. Yeah, Maybe. well, I mean, he looks built. I didn't look yeah. fat. But... He looks thick. <laughs> he looks yes. fit and thick. Yes, and he does not say a single word. No. Or really even, like, I, look at you that much. So. Honestly, I think he's the guy that, like, they brought to be, like, the physically, like, opposing person later in the story. Mm. Where it's, like, I think... there's no way you can, like, escape this guy or, you know what I mean? Or, like, physically yeah. combat and him. with how quiet he is, he's 100% going to end up being the red herring where they're, like, well, he's quiet and he looks dangerous and, like, maybe he did it and he's going to end up being a good guy. Like, guaranteed. Yeah, or, or like play gonna a be super minor role. It's going to be the Cardinal. The Cardinal uh, killed everyone. I can't stress this enough. Yo, the Cardinal and George Washington teamed up. Oh, my God. What a fucking powerhouse team. Yeah. Got fucking the gossip girl in the actual <laughs> moron. <laughs> uh, so, so you meet those two. Pretty, pretty boring. You can talk about politics. But then oh Napoleon is like, we have common interests. Let <laughs> us speak at the balcony. And Guys, uh, it's not that far off. That's the fucking <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. Your mother promised me cannons. <laughs> so, so that's kind of the conversation. Is uh, He's like, yo, uh, your mom promised me a bunch of cannons, and you got to deliver on that because your mom's not around, but you are. Which I think is kind of bizarre. Uh, yeah, like he has, has access family to ties. That, but I get that. It's it's bizarre for us because we know we're like absolutely clueless, but he thinks we got it all together. Uh, yeah. So you 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 go into another bad. It's not called backtalk mode in this game. What's it called in this game? Just like I don't persuasion? think they gave it a name. It just it was like conversation fight. That's yeah. not what it was called, but that's it's a, what it should have been. Called. We're gonna call it backtalk mode until they give it a proper name or we remember it. I know it had a name. <laughs> So you start a we suck. You start a back talk mode with Napoleon Bonaparte, and uh, you tell him how much of a coward he is, and how you could kick his ass, and he lets you into the fucking bar. It's weird. <laughs> this is not. We're not saying he's a coward because you know the the stereotype. It's we're referencing the Life is Strange episode. Yes. Yes. So um, uh, he he pretty much just wants to confirm the deal about the cannons and 
uh, and he also is like, what do you think the French need? Because this is in the middle of the French <laughs> Revolution, I guess. And I, I right after. Did you choose? Did you choose the right one? I mean, yeah, I chose the right one because I have like yeah. a basic concept of what was going on in French history at the time. Okay, yeah, because you're like, I, I just think we need a good leader, and he's like, yes. I agree. You just spend, like, a fucking minute stroking his dick, like, well, what the French <laughs> yeah. people really need is... And then you just describe him and his accolades for, like, fucking five minutes straight, and he's like, mm, I agree. And here's the no thing shit. you guys should know, because it's it's important to, to, to why this is actually kind of cool, is that was a skill for manipulation. I think. Um, it, was it? So there were options to use skills, but I thought you could just select oh, the right answer. Oh, no, you, you can say it. Well. Okay, okay. This is another mechanic we didn't really talk about. You learn about, you keep like profiles and tabs on everybody, and then you start mm. to learn what their weaknesses are in conversations. So, like, yeah, in terms you of the learn, skills that you have. Exactly. Yeah, you learn that Napoleon is susceptible to manipulation and being like, you're the best, dog. You're, you're great. Which, you know. <laughs> Again, if you have any knowledge of history, you can kind of put the pieces together there. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of cool. I really like that. Yeah, you also they also have like immunities. Do you find out usually through failure that like oh they're immune to like the mm-hmm. psychology skill where I try to analyze them. Um, so mechanically, again, they do some interesting things for this genre, and I think it plays out pretty well here. And I like that most of the time they do leave you with a good option that you can suss out if you don't have the correct skills. Yeah. So that you're not just like totally fucked if you chose the wrong skill tree. Yeah, it's it's an easy, it's a shortcut. It's a nice little easy shortcut where you can be like, oh, this is exactly what I'm supposed to do in this situation. Yeah, and you're works, spending points well. on it. So if you spend too many shortcut points, you actually like, you actually don't get those later. And that's the one thing I really do like about this is, um, is I thought they would just they do have little upgrade or power ups along the way where it's like they're like. A tiny refill your points. You can yeah. refill your points, but there wasn't too many where I didn't. Uh, there ever... were a lot. There were a lot, but I used mine a lot because okay. I thought I, I just I thought I didn't really need them. And there was one point where I ran out, and I'm like, "Fuck! I wish I had more." So the thing I will say about that, just talking mechanically, in the fact that you can like, there are four different items you can pick up. You know, one of them refills your points. One of them gets rid of the point cost for the next manipulation type thing you try to do, one of them, like, cures you of negative status effects, and I forget what the other one does. The other one just displays um, whether or not people have a weakness or immunity to something you're specifically talking about at the time. Yeah. But, like, you can use any of those at any time, which kind of took me out of it a bit. Like, I wish you couldn't use the royal jelly to restore points if you're in a conversation. Because yeah. then I would basically just wait until I got low mid-conversation, and then I would just pop one of them, which also is kind of weird if you're just, like, mid-intense conversation, <laughs> and you just, like, pop out a handful of straight jelly and downs it, <laughs> and then says something that, like, really gets to your core. <laughs> but only when he eats the jelly. Like, you've been exactly. observing him for a good, like, solid three weeks, and you're like, man, when he eats that jelly, he just gets me. He gets deep <laughs> in me, dog. <laughs> so... That, that is the one thing that I don't like, because then it made it really easy for me to just be like, well, I'm at three points. I'll just sit here for a while, and if I need to, I can use items whenever I need to use them. You know? Yeah, yeah. It didn't make the, like, okay, should I should I use jelly for this conversation, or should I save yeah. it? 
And when is the yeah. chapter going to end or when am I going to level up? So then I know that I refill it so I don't have to use it again. So there's exactly. some, there, there could have been some better management for that. Uh, but mm-hmm. I still think it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it, like I said, it's interesting. I think if you don't go out of your way to try and find all of them, it's probably more interesting of a concept. Um, so maybe that's what I'll try and do for chapter two is just not look for them as much and just yeah. get them as I come across them. So um, once you finish once you finish speaking with Napoleon, I guess he's just like, yeah, we're cool. Basically. Yep. <laughs> and uh, All right, we'll talk later then. <laughs> we will talk later then. Uh, that was more of like a yeah Hispanic. that one missed the mark on that one quite a bit but it's yeah. fine it's fine um it, also that's just like the random end of a chapter like yeah every other time you've gone to bed this time it's just like haha you finished talking to napoleon and then everybody left lunch end of chapter <laughs> okay that's weird but i, I do like after whatever. that chapter though you talk to the cardinal and you're like you still uh you still got an appetite and he's like ah yes gluttony is my worst sin I thought it was, <laughs> it was the hardest sin to avoid and I thought that was mm-hmm. a little charming you know I liked that the mm-hmm. here's the thing about that sequence where you talk to the cardinal and I don't know why this stuck with me and like offended me yeah. on a personal level as if I were attacked <laughs> but when you leave that conversation he doesn't say like goodbye my son or I'll yeah. talk to you or like you know have a good one or what he says like <laughs> good one <laughs> that's the thing like that would that that's bad too he doesn't say like goodbye or god bless or something he says see you later my son which just felt weird like he was just like see you later dude talk to you on the flip side like but he's a cardinal and that's kind of like that is the encapsulation of why i don't think the writing in this game is very good what if you put like none of it a lot of inflection on the sun where he's like peace be with you son one of those (laughs) that would have been good too at least that would have been funny (laughs) but yeah no the the writing is not the writing is not good it's not like awful it's not always egregious there are moments of good writing here and there but it doesn't feel the characters don't feel like they have as distinctive a personality as i would like they don't feel fully immersed in the world and a lot of the writing and i'm kind of not stealing this but somebody had mentioned this that i read or heard somewhere about the game prior to me starting it so it's something i kept in mind most of the dialogue in this game does feel very distinctly like it is video game dialogue right it doesn't feel natural it doesn't feel like people discussing it feels like the game has like hey i need to convey this point to you i need to make sure the player understands x so we built dialogue with x in mind Mm -hmm. so that you get that like it doesn't feel like a conversation as much as it feels like a mechanic and it it's very off-putting at a lot of points that it just like it falls completely apart i don't buy any of the relationships between these characters like i the writing just didn't do it for me top to bottom and see you later my son kind of just like was the (laughs) point where i was like yeah this is bad isn't it well to counter a little bit every time you talk to a servant and every other word he says is sir yeah, my fucking no, drove me insane. No, he says my. He no, he calls you sir. sir. The servant does. He doesn't call you sir. He calls you like. Oh my god, he does. He calls you sir every fucking like. He's like, oh, sir's bags. Sir. Of course, oh, sir. Yeah, we don't sir mean to is, mean anything. He, yeah. yeah, he doesn't. He's not like, how may I help you, sir? He is 
Like, sir no. is sir must be hungry. Which yeah, is weird. which I don't like is, that. It's fine in small doses, but he says it like two or three times a sentence, and it's you know bad. So to to, to counter to counterpoint you a little bit, I think the writing in this game isn't that bad in the sense where I don't know if this is what they're going for, but it's a little goofy, like kind of like a fun mystery. You know what I mean? I I genuinely don't think the developers thought they were making something as serious as we might take it. Like it's definitely still in the realm of seriousness, but I think that we're supposed to have a little bit more fun with the, um, with the characters and kind of laugh at it a little bit than I think was maybe what the cover or what you were expecting. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think the arcs of the characters are definitely going to get more compelling. And I, some of them aren't, some of them just aren't, but there are (laughs) ones like Elizabeth or yeah, Elizabeth. And, you know, I think Emily's all right. And, um, and a couple others, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like the, the, the characters that aren't in history, like, there's a couple that I see growing in a in an interesting way that I think the first episode just really can't give us. And I also think that you might be taking it a little bit too seriously because I think there's a lot of... Uh, I just think there's a lot of, like, mystery stories that are a lot more loose with the characters, you know what I mean? And like, so, uh, to that point, I... I... I can I, I see what you're coming from, right? Like I yeah. see the idea that like, hey, this is not meant to be as serious of a thing. Like and, and very obvious, like George Washington isn't in Napoleon Bonaparte's in it, and like they're all together and there's the like it's got a very hokey sort of vibe to it. Yeah. Where it doesn't feel like it should be taken seriously, but there's still a difference between lighthearted writing and there's a difference between mystery writing and there's a difference between bad writing. And I think this doesn't qualify as just like lighthearted. I think it's not like you see scenes like we're later in uh, slightly later in chapter four, which we haven't talked about yet. Um, there's a scene where you and um, Emily are kind of like going through things and you have a lot of back and forth. And there's a scene at the beginning where like you and your mother are, you know, locked up and, you know, trapped by the student escaping. And like, those are very kind of fun again, like almost Sherlock Holmesy, like national treasury, like kind of, Hey, there's this big mystery and we're unfolding it. And there's a lot of back and forth, but I just find it all very bland and uninteresting. And I think the to excuse the quality of writing because they aren't doing something serious is not something I'm willing to give them. I yeah. just don't think they land what they're going for. I don't think that they're going for something different. I think they just kind of land short of the mark across the board. Okay, yeah, I, I can, I can get down with that. I think, um, I actually think the ones the later when you're searching with Elizabeth and, um, or not, sorry, not Elizabeth, Emily, and mm-hmm. the scene with your mom was actually kind of one of the more fun times, even if it was, uh, a little bit like hokey and normal um the one i the still one with emily it. was definitely better than the one with your mom and i yeah. think that one honestly may be less to do with the writing and more to do with the voice delivery um yeah. specifically your character is just not interesting to listen to I, I i don't know if that's an aspect of the writing or the voice acting but like i didn't feel it from him 
but I agree that like those scenes are a little bit better than the other scenes, and mm-hmm. I, I do get what they're going for in those scenes at least. I think maybe I'm not. I think the reason that it's like I'm conveying this gameplay thing to you is maybe they haven't. I think maybe they're trying to find their footing in between telling a compelling like story and getting you to an end where it's like okay now knowing everything you know who did it and i think there is a very there there's definitely ways to do both but i Mm -hmm. think they're trying very hard to make a game where it's like look at all of your clues think of all the people you know who does this sound like do you know what i mean yeah, I. They're definitely. It seems like they're doing. Again, I'm assuming that I kind of know where this game's going, just in terms of what they're trying to do. I could be totally wrong by episode two. I'm not sure, but I, I definitely get that, and I think that is what they're trying to do. And I think to some extent, I can excuse some of the writing because of that. Yeah, but I, I for don't, a game I don't that think the only excuse... real interaction is writing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should excuse it at all. I'm just trying to like reason, like, and see where they're coming from a little bit. And, like, yeah. That's realize fair. the shortcomings are for a reason other than well you're just a bad writer it was just more like well this is no, clearly not... a decision you made yeah to, and like... i would i would definitely step back from saying that any of the writers are bad writers because this style of game and this choice based narrative and like you said trying to give you clues that are distinct enough that you remember them without making them seem out of place like it's it's ludicrously difficult um, yeah. That's maybe some of the hardest writing because you have the least control over the narrative and have to get the most across. Um, so I don't think that necessarily the writers are bad. I just think that the combination of all the pieces, including the writing as the main piece, falls flat in a number of spots. Um, and it's, yeah. it's, just, it's, it's, again, it's their first game and it's episode one of a five-part arc, so it could get wildly better in episode two and i really hope that it does get wildly better in episode two but there were just too many points in episode one where i didn't want to engage with the extra things because i wasn't interested in hearing the characters talk about them yeah no i yeah so all right let's 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 wrap let's wrap yeah let's finish it up i didn't expect that tangent to be quite so long that's my bad (laughs) no it was good (laughs) uh so so now that you know about the the phrase that that your mother left you you find the room where all eyes are looking at you it's kind of this cool library room reading room and yeah, there's a bunch a of study. paintings yeah there's a lot of fucking paintings in this game by the way there's so in, many and so many movie? of them are of gods eating children what the <laughs> yeah. fuck in your room there's a picture of a god just tearing the stomach out of a baby with his bare teeth <laughs> It's so fucked up. We have to talk about the paintings. We we gotta talk about this now. <laughs> Louis has something to say about every single painting. Okay, <laughs> and and you know I feel like I feel like later I'm not gonna ruin it, but I feel like later I find something that is of insane interest. Where I'm like Louis, talk about this, please. <laughs> and he has no interest. He has no commentary. But the 18th <laughs> picture of a god eating a baby. <laughs> I have something to say about that. <laughs> and most well, of them fair, are like most of them are I had like something to say about all of them too, so. Yeah. And most of them are like Lord Mortimer's tastes are really bizarre and it's like, yeah, mm. no shit. <laughs> After yeah. like the 12th one. 
so when he says shit like that, it's just like, wow, that's crazy. Or like, oh, I didn't, this doesn't look like a print, but I didn't, and like, I don't care at all. But yeah. when he like says like, oh, this picture, and then gives the name and then the context for what's happening in the picture, like, oh, this person was, you know, cursed to do this by the gods because of a sin. Mm-hmm. Like, that stuff was actually pretty interesting. Yeah. I liked hearing about that. I like that because you think about it and you're like, does this connect right now? Yeah. Is this like a red herring? Does this connect? That it was... I'll agree that was a really cool part of it. Those were neat, yeah. But there were so many that I felt like after a while, I just kind of skipped through them. Oh, 100%. I clicked on, like, two in the portrait room, and that was it. Because yeah. I was like, yeah, I clicked on 45 in the hallway, <laughs> so I'm actually good, I think, is the thing, though. <laughs> yeah. Also, those are all real paintings, right? Like, those definitely yeah. have to be real paintings. Oh, definitely. None of those are okay. Paintings. Maybe, like, one or two that are, like, insanely divisive to the plot later, but I, mm-hmm. I think they're all real. I assumed they were just because that's a lot of really I mean, high-quality art to have to come up with. That's a really cool way to, like, incorporate fine art into your game. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, kind of teach somebody, like, hey, look yeah. at this. You might be interested in this. Which I was very – there's, like, the portrait in the room of that, like – actually, there's a one in the living room of, like, a bunch of people – getting torn up or something like that like it's, yeah. it's disgustingly huge and like very gross i'm like wow i, I kind of want to look more into this all right it was there's there some good looking paintings in that game and they're yeah. it made me want to go to an art gallery you know yeah they don't have those though they just have pictures of george washington being a little gossip <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what if there's a picture what if you went to an art museum and there's a picture of like George Washington whispering into somebody and like giggling, <laughs> listening to someone's ear. That'd be great. Gotta be it. That has to exist. Oh man. So, um, we gotta get back here. All right. So we gotta we do go the back. statue gotta, puzzle. There's a statue puzzle where you gotta aim a person with a lantern, a person with a shield, and a person, person with, a with a sword correctly at the Medusa. This puzzle was okay. This puzzle was bullshit. Because I figured it out immediately. I was like, okay, like, the book says the dude with the sword's looking at the Medusa, and then the dude with the lantern's pointing at the dude with the shield, which is pointing at the Medusa to blind her. And, like, that wasn't it, but it was it. It just turned out that the Medusa wasn't facing the right direction. I thought that was the one you didn't have to turn, so I spent, like, eight minutes and a bunch of points trying to figure it out before I realized I had the fucking correct orientation originally. Yeah, that shit took me, like, two minutes. I was a little salty. Yeah, it took me fucking two minutes, too, to get it originally, but I was just wrong because the Medusa that was looking at yeah. the dude wasn't actually looking at the dude. It was looking 20 degrees away from the dude. Oh. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe I mean, I set the Medusa up first. I'm like, you got to look I didn't because I didn't think you had to move it. This is terrible audio. <laughs> no, it's going. fine. I'm, just, I'm mad. I was mad at this puzzle. It's a cool so, puzzle. It plays on the Greek myth. So Yeah. Yeah, it's cool in theme, but so um, then you find the hidden fireplace, which is like just great, just great. <laughs> you know, a, a rotating uh, fireplace that has like Hell a room yeah. on the other side. Classic shit. Classic shit. Absolutely, absolutely. And who would be on the other side, Alex? Who's on the other side? Uh, the one, the only, the Emily Hillsborough. <laughs> Also, so I don't know how this interaction went with you because you're like a peep creep. But for me, she's like, you've got to stop following me. Huh? Yep. And I was like, yo, I just like the wall turned around <laughs> and I'm on the other side now. And you don't have shit to say about that? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. It, well, but, she was there. She already did it. I know, but I you got to assume she wasn't expecting you to just do it immediately after. Well, she did probably because you followed her. <laughs> and then you figured it out. Her. God, it was it's just it well, felt what a she weird to me. I, I, know. I don't think I, that was it, weird. It just felt weird. Maybe it didn't feel weird to me because my my guy's a fucking creep. Because your dude probably was following No, her. no. By this time, she was completely fine with me. She was fine. That's. I mean, it's weird. It's been like six hours. So. Yeah, ain't no thing. That's enough time to forgive. Forgive and forget. <laughs> forgive and forget the peep. <clears throat> forgive and forget really quickly. Yeah. So, uh, keep, keep, keep going, Alex. Yeah, so this is... This, section was kind of the one that I was talking about just recently, um, where you and her are in this room full of a bunch of artifacts, and you kind of go around looking at things, and she she tells you basically just look for something as kind of loose directions. So you go around um, looking at, like, golden fleece and talking about how, oh, do you think this is a golden fleece from, like, Jason and the Argonauts? And she's like, yo, golden fleece is, like, anybody can paint fleece gold and also that story's fake you do know that right that that didn't actually happen um and then your dude's kind of snarky and like again these interactions weren't bad so i kind of liked the scene i just didn't it, it didn't quite connect with me yeah um you also find like uh you find pandora's box which is actually a jar um and then <laughs> Make a joke about, like, if you open it, maybe then man is responsible for all the evils of the world, not woman. And then, like, you open it and nothing happens, and she kind of gives you shit for it. Yeah. Again, some fun. You find a bunch of small stuff, and then eventually um, she discovers that Lord Mortimer, his name is signed exactly the same way on a bunch of deeds for land all over the world, dating back to, like, I think it was up to 600 years ago. Yeah, um, and asks you to deduce what you think is going on. And you have a couple of different options, including like Lord Mortimer is immortal, which very good take, very good take, my man. Um, but I chose instead that maybe there are just a bunch of Lord Mortimers, and that name has been passed down throughout the <laughs> years because that seemed a little less like spooky ghosts to me. Yeah. Um, and then and you which kind of one do you actually think it is? You think he's immortal? I don't think no. This game doesn't seem like he's gonna be a fucking immortal being. I do. It doesn't seem like it. I no think way. It is. is that I what think... you said? Yo, yeah, it's not what I said. But listen, listen to me here. <laughs> okay. Listen to me here. Why would they have a whole skill tree dedicated to like the spooky verse if they didn't have <laughs> some spook shit in here? Because that's like that was a thing. You're part of a cult, basically. Of course, you could get into that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's just not real, Duncan. Well, we'll see. We'll have to see in the next coming episodes. Uh, Bitch. (laughs) Anyways. So so that, um, you know, that confrontation happens. She, you know, addresses whatever you said based on what you said. And then you have another confrontation with her, another one of the conversation fights where she basically tells you she doesn't want you to help. And you spend a while trying to get her to convince you to let you tag along. And then at the end of it, she basically admits that she already has a partner and then tries to have you guess who it is. And I failed the fuck out of this conversation. Mm, I um, passed because I read a note or two. You fucking piece of shit. I wasn't fucking sneaking around a room like a creep. Dude, see, this just sh- this just goes to show, dude. Peeping creep gets you a lot more than what you asked for, dude. God damn it, you're right. All but you also, nice guys just... out there. All you nice guys. <laughs> Finishing last, because we don't want to literally creep on women. Um, <laughs> fucking Chad's win, dude. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, so th- she tells you who her accomplice is. Anyway, it's her sister, right? I'm, I'm not wrong yep. on that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then you kind of leave jovially talking, regardless of what happened. And then you run into Elizabeth, Elizabeth Adams, the one who had had all the experiments performed on her. Essentially, um, kind of bumps into you in the hall and is like, "I need to talk to you right now. It's a matter of life and death. I need to talk to you." And then Emily's like, I'm going to go back to my room. I'll be waiting for you if you want to stop by. And then you have to choose who to go with again because apparently there's, like, no way that this person's stumbling into you in the hall saying that it's a matter of life and death. Like, obviously Emily's not going to wait ten minutes for you to deal with that situation, so it's a very important choice to make. Okay, quick pause. (laughs) Okay, quick pause. I busted into Elizabeth's room before this. Okay. Did you? No. Okay. No, no, wait, I did. I did. I did, actually. Okay. I forgot about that so, section. So, a couple things was... to say about that. <laughs> he he goes into the room, right? Mm. It, this room is torn the fuck up. There, is, oh, there yeah. are pentagrams on the floor. There are pentagrams with string on the ceiling. Everything's yeah. fucked up, right? It's pretty messed up. Mm. And you know what his reaction is? This is this was the point of the voice acting where I said, nope, this sucks. <laughs> For God's sakes, what happened in here? <laughs> For God's sakes, what happened in here? Ugh. <laughs> you also don't get okay. the option to mention that to anybody. Exactly. One, you don't get the mention. Uh, the uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ooh, you don't hard. get Ooh, the <laughs> you don't get the option to mention that to anybody. But the only things you can interact with are a couple of letters in the corner. No, nope, dude- that's not true. I forgot about this. That's not true because there's some rocks on her, oh, like some right. random stones on her dresser right. that the yep. only interaction you have with is if you have the science skill, figuring out what they'll do. And if you don't, just eating one. <laughs> just trying to eat one, so, so which it, I did yeah. because, well, it was my only interaction option other than leave. And it gives you a negative debuff. And he says, I got to stop putting everything in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. So here's the bullshit part, though. Here's the absolute bullshit. I'd use the science skill, and it said it passed it. And he's like, oh, yeah, these are used to relax. You know, like, this is so it relieves stress, you know? And I'm like, oh, sweet, a buff. And I eat it, and he's like, oh, I have a headache. I'm like, what the yep. fuck? You're just straight up lying you a fatigued debuff, you know? Yeah, You're too relaxed. Yeah. So so you get, you get the option of observing beads or letters. This dude sees everything. He sees a rope on a dock, and he's like, hmm, this dock is slightly wet. Like, this rope is wet, so that means someone must have used it recently. But you walk into a room that's all fucked up and has a pentagram in the center, and all of a sudden, hmm? No, that's that's fine. Nothing. What nothing, happened Nothing here? interesting here. For God's sakes, what happened in here? <laughs> oh, well, probably nothing relating to my mystery of where my mother has gone in the occult. Anyway, time go to leave. go downstairs and eat lunch. <laughs> uh. So... So, resume now that we both know that. <laughs> yes. So that you are then given the option to either go back to the room with Emily and blow off Elizabeth or go back to Elizabeth's room and blow off Emily, essentially. Um, and which did you choose here, Duncan? Okay. First All off, right. That's bad start. First <laughs> bad off, start if you have to preface before you say it. First off, I just want to say I think either of these situations could wait. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I think yeah. one of them clearly could wait more, 
But I think that what the game was saying is you definitely can't get both of these done. You super can. I mean, and you can't, but you super can. I, you super, you super should be able to. But the game is pretty much telling you you have to choose between the two. Yeah. So, you know, I thought WWCJD. <laughs> what would creepy Jacques or Louis do? <laughs> I almost called him Jacques. And, you uh, did you know, call him Jacques, actually. You know what? He said, I think this can wait for another time. I'm going to go. And you went with Emily. And, and I got. <laughs> you want me to go first? Yeah, I want you to go first, because I think this is going to be a supremely uninteresting scene. Oh. Oh, Alex. Alex. Oh, no. You go what to the room. You go to the room, and she's in your bed, and she's she's just she's still in her corset, dude. And uh, she pretty much drains you of all of your information. She's just oh. like, so why did you do this? And you're like, oh. Because you're pretty, and And so you just say, you pretty much say everything unless you have the jelly points to, like, regain yourself and the the stats to understand that she's just trying to get information out of you. And then she's, once she's done getting all the information out of you, she taps the bed and she's like, come join me. And you get what I think is one of the most disappointing sex scenes with a nudity oh, tag damn. on steam <laughs> fuck off fuck off the council <laughs> fuck off big bad wolf dude because it literally it, it you just see him get on the bed like fully clothed nothing nothing and then it pans down to the bed frame goes black and turns back up and she's like well and she's back in her full corset and she's like well i uh, i better go because I don't want anyone to see me sneaking around out of here in the morning. And then she leaves. And that's the end of the game. Wow. Fucking that's... bad. That is okay. one of the worst endings of a chapter I've ever seen and the most disappointing sex scene. So, <laughs> let me say, hearing that, trying to objectively like look at it, that's maybe not... That's uninteresting, right? There's no cliffhanger there. But at yeah. least it's like, well, you know, you got... To, to, like, understand this character and your character's forming these relationships and, like, you know, it yeah. could be worse. Yeah, it could be worse. contrasting like, that with the other option. Yes. Which I did watch, so I'm sorry. I, I had to watch it. No, yeah, you should have because it's fucking wild how different they are. Yeah. At least for the way I, I think there are other ways this can go, like, happen, but this is what happened for me. Yes, I will not walk you through that one. So... I went with Elizabeth because she was saying it was a matter of life and death and it couldn't wait. And I tend to believe people who scream that. Um, and also Emily was just like, no, let's go back to my room. And it's like, okay, well, whatever. You, I'm not a creep. I haven't already – whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so you go back to Elizabeth's room and she basically says, like, I have you know something I need to tell you and I need to tell it to you right now and it can't wait. Uh, but then she does this weird thing where she's like, and you're going to go to the bottom with me. And she starts pouring you drinks and, like, refuses to talk to you if you don't drink with her. Um, so, like, I, you know, I'm like, whatever. I'll have a drink. And then your dude, after one drink, is like, I don't feel good. Like, that hit me way harder than I thought it should. Um, and then she basically alludes again a little bit more to, like, I, I can't tell you unless you keep drinking with me. And you keep drinking and you might have the like you have the option to tell her no every time i don't know what information you get if you do tell her no i just didn't look into that um 
but I just continue to drink with her, and eventually she divulges that, you know, she has been hearing voices for her entire life, and that's what your mother was trying to cure, that's why she, like, has that big scar on her head, that's why your mother was doing all sorts of stuff, um, and she was trying to prove that, like, those voices weren't real, basically, and your character is confused as to why she would do that, um, but your character is also getting pretty woozy at this point, um, which is when Elizabeth basically tells you, like, oh, yeah, people don't usually like to drink with me because I drugged you, um, <laughs> which is kind of fucked up, and then your dude's just like, yo, I don't like this, I gotta go, but I can't stand up, and, like, it's actually a little bit uncomfortable because she starts, like, sort of making advances on you, and you can't move, and it's, like, a little unsettling, and then you, like... She gets up and, like, takes a knife and says, don't worry, she'll take care of you, she'll take care of everything, don't you worry, just go to sleep, little Louie, and then you pass out, and then you wake up, and you look up from the floor after saying, like, wow, I've got a headache, I really shouldn't have drank so much, and she's just laying on the floor in front of you, dead and covered in blood, and you, like, stand up, and at the same time that you stand up, um, Gregory Holm opens the door, and you just see his, like, terrified face looking at you, and that's the end of the game, which is an actually good cliffhanger. Yes. Yeah. What I'm actually, the fuck? I, I think I might go back to Chapter 5 and then choose that, just because I want to know, like, that storyline is way more interesting than That's such than a another fucking wild difference between the two. What the actual fuck? So my question is, is in my timeline, do you think that she still died? She has to. I assume that's a central plot point. I just yeah. wonder if maybe I'll have a hard time convincing people it wasn't me. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm going to stick with my decision because, you know, I got to. I got to. Yeah. For, for the story because we're split now and that's awesome. Diverging plot points, yeah. But, yeah. like, I just can't fathom how they were like, we want two endings. We want them both to be viable and interesting and cliffhangers. So in one, you get laid and in the other one, you get drugged and then somebody dies in front of you and you're a murder suspect. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's very diverse. <laughs> one of those is not quite as intriguing as the other one. <laughs> but you do get a hot, hot steamy scene. Oh and, yeah. Okay. You laying down fully clothed. Alex. We're we're both we're both males here. Mm, okay. I <laughs> hate this. I can't stress enough how much I hate this. Listen, listen. You're attracted to females. I'm attracted to females, you know? It, 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 Duncan, this, Emily, is, this is bad. <laughs> Emily Emily is 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 pretty is pretty gorgeous for a video game character. If by pretty gorgeous you mean she looks okay and has breasts the size of football fields, then yes. <laughs> football fields? Dude, that's Basically. Just they, that's just how it works. The corsets, dude. The corsets. I, gotta I, let I don't drop. know. Let They're drop. enormous. She it's looks... Very distracting. Well, yeah. That's her game, dude. That's her I game. mean, yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. That's her game. So I but... wanted to... I just, I just wanted to see. That's it. That's all I wanted. Okay. Jesus Christ. I just, I just wanted you to see. You are your Louis. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Louis just wanted to have a peek, dude. It's not me. It's not me. It's Louis. You just said I. You just said I. <laughs> you can't walk that back, Duncan. Those words are on recording. I am the editor, dude. I have the power. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Big Bad Wolf. I'm calling you out, dude. I. 
I don't know who put nudity on the Steam tag. You're fucked, man. You got problems. Honest, You're a psychopath, uh, dude. Honestly, I think they may have put the nudity tag on there because the, the statues you use with the Gorgon yeah. one have like little penises, and that's it. Yeah, that's funny. It's a real funny prank, guys. <laughs> real funny, guys. Real good one. You got us. You got us. Just like, probably, just like the old Doki Doki psychological copies. horror. You got us. <laughs> you got us, guys. Ha-ha. Absolutely the same quality. Yeah, that was that wasn't a psychological horror at all. It was a fucking prank, guys. The fuck. <sighs> God. Anyways, so, so that was episode one of the council. Yes, through and through. I think, I think this has a lot of potential, and I hope they realize. Uh, I hope they really read into some of the critiques that were given to them because I think a lot of what we're saying here was reflected on on the Steam reviews. But I was surprised by how many positive reviews there were. Yeah, I'll say that. It was, like, very positive on Steam, like 88% positive reviews, and I, look, I didn't like the game. That's probably come across, but I didn't think the game was very good. But like Duncan says, there's something there. And honestly, like, uh, I kind of don't care that much about the story. Like, maybe it goes somewhere cool, but right now I'm not that involved. But just the mechanical things that they change for this type of game... I find fascinating and very interesting. So do you um, think, on that topic, do you think this this system could work in other games that are that are similar, like the, the more um, uh, Telltale format? I hate calling it the Telltale format because it's just being like, this is Windex. No, it's yeah, just Window it's, Cleaner, dog. Yeah, but anyway, it's like 3D adventure game type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, 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 the just narrative-driven... Yeah, we know what we're talking about. So do you think yeah. that kind of system would um would bear well for some of those games because obviously mm. like it wouldn't work well in life is strange you know like some other kind of like the the more um like walking dead kind of games and stuff like that so they've definitely built this game to accommodate that system um and i think that works well because of how much this game is supposed to be about getting information right and like the skill tree is basically you know which of these options do you have to gather more information and i think it could work in a Walking Dead style game. I think it would work much better in more of a, you know, in um, Telltale's The Wolf Among Us has a lot of that same mystery type of element to it. I think in games like that, it can work really well. But like you said, you know, I couldn't imagine a game like Life is Strange, which is another of this exact same style of game where it's like, oh, well, I put more points into Max's empathy so she can really relate to Chloe's mom better now. Like, that would be that would be terrible. That would not work. Yeah. So I think the mechanical changes are very interesting and cool, and they are a really good hook. But I think it definitely has to be a game that is built for those. And something like a mystery is, I mean, is that game? Like that's why they built it this way. I'm pretty sure. So yeah. But yeah. cool. You know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it would work fantastically. And life is strange. I I see. I spent some time contemplating that because my initial thought was like, nah, couldn't be. And then I started mm-hmm. thinking about it, and I'm like, well, maybe in the most minor of senses. Like, this is an intense skill tree. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's, like, 15 or 16 different skills to choose from. Yeah, and you got to, like, read a book and shit, and it's, like, it's way too much. But Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> reading a book. Yeah, dude. Uh, and But I think, uh, I think, like, a super tiny version of that could work. But why would you? Like, what's the point? Yeah. So I think... Uh, 
I think if incorporated like in a weird alternate evil timeline, it might be okay. <laughs> you know, it might be all right. Uh, but I think for the most part, I think this mechanic is pretty like game specific. I think. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it was presented in my mind as like, will this, could this work for a lot of other games? Cause it's, you know, it, it makes it more of a game. And I, I don't know. I'm kind of always on board to, evolve things because that format's been like that for a really long time and it except for backtalk mode it really hasn't changed dude <laughs> backtalk yeah backtalk mode is like the greatest design choice that we've made in these kind of games i think we need to take a step back and try and innovate some new things look i mean i agree with you the the genre has been somewhat stale but and again i i don't want to keep going back to this well but if we're comparing it to life is strange like life is strange did have a mechanic in it which was that you could rewind time true and i think i i'm that just so type of new fresh. mechanic was more interesting because yeah. this feels like this is almost a like 2010-esque callback to like mm, this game was good what if we put rpg mechanics in it yeah. um, and then we did that with every game that existed for four or five years before we stopped and like it's been long enough that it feels fresh again but again, I it, it's such a niche thing in this genre that it kind of it works in the mystery setting. I think it would clash in most other settings if the game's just going for an emotional connection as opposed to like an uncovering information connection. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I I would say in it all in all, this definitely goes in my like worst games played at Thoughts from Player One Hall of Fame. But it, it's it's like no hold on hold on hold on but okay, it's like okay. it's like by it's like right next to the door so it's like it, it has you know what actually no 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 if if in my metaphorical hall of fame they're like big pictures of the cover I just have one maintenance worker that's just like cycling back and forth between okay games and bad games and I'm just telling him just just keep going back and forth because I I. <laughs> I just don't know yet. If Man. it's just chapter one, put it right next to the door, you know, make it seem like it's not the worst. And then like, you know, contrast is all the way in the back. Like that's the, oh. that's the dirty. Whoa. One. Come on now. Contrast is the best voice acting of any game we've ever played. Well, I mean, if they, if they used our voice acting, then that's Honestly, true. Yeah. But um, I get that. I, I get that. I think your metaphor got a little convoluted when there's just like a revolving door between like a couple of different sections of your hall of fame and there's just one guy carrying a box. But yeah, um, well, that's I get me. it. I get it. I'm complex. I, <laughs> you are. I would say that I, I think this game gets the tag of interesting concept, poor execution. Yeah. And. It's one of those things where, like, would I recommend this game to somebody? Not necessarily. Were I not playing this game for the podcast, I wouldn't continue with it. I, I wouldn't do episode two just because I don't find it horribly interesting. But it is one of those games where you see something and you're like, hey, that is a really, really cool idea and base. So if they build off of that, they've got a phenomenal game, right? Like, we, mm -hmm. we have had a lot of games in this podcast that were cool ideas more than they were good games. Um, specifically thinking of things like Her Story um, and Papers, Please, which, you know, were, again, I liked both of those games a lot, but it was just a core idea that was really cool. You don't normally see those in bigger budget games. Normally they kind of stick to 
tropes that have yeah. been well defined that they know they'll sell well. And this is one of those where it, it stuck to that, but it took a really cool idea and put it in there. And I want to support that type of game a lot because I want it to be something better than what it is. But if the voice acting and writing can't get better in the next few episodes, then I'm, I can't recommend it to anyone. Yeah, I don't think I can sucks. recommend it either. Yeah, it's just, I mean, not yet. I think that's already clear. But uh, before we close this up, I didn't. I was itching to talk about one thing. I can't believe we forgot to talk about. Let's okay. Let's just wrap up with using historical characters in games because we see this in Assassin's Creed. We see this in. Um, I really thought I had other examples, and I just <laughs> holy shit. Civilization. Uh, civ- yeah. Uh, well. Uh, no. No. Civ. It works. It just it works because that's the game. But like, yeah. I guess I can't really think of any other ones. We do see this in Assassin's Creed. You're right. Yeah. So like. I think for that particular game, it it does kind of work. But for this one, in my opinion, it's kind of weird. And it's it feels a little like, look, we included characters in history. Isn't this an interesting draw? Like, aren't you fascinated by this? Like, it mm-hmm. seems almost a little cheap. And I wonder if that's because it's the kind of part of the central focus or the central, like, attempt to draw at the game whereas like in assassin's creed it's kind of like this is a side thing like this is this is true like there are historical characters in this game but they're just you know they're a, they seem more like actors in a greater story than than they do in this game where it's they play a much bigger part yeah and i haven't played a ton of assassin's creed but my understanding is usually the people who are like straight drawn from history do not play a central role in the game as much as they exist in the world and are like a kind of a moving target but you don't interact with them that frequently yeah i don't know that that's 100 yeah, true in all no, the assassin's creed games because there are a ton for, of them but. at least for the first two because that's the only ones i've played because the first one has just like a bunch of names especially mm-hmm. of locations whereas the second one is like oh you're you're uh hanging out with oh, fuck who's the inventor uh da vinci yeah, Da Vinci, and he like he's like, I'm gonna make you a new Assassin's Blade, and like it's fun mm. and it's whatever, but like it's not the central focus, you know? Yeah, my my take on it is really just like, don't just don't do it. Like I just wish they too did it much more to fuck up. Yeah, you're like, right. Uh, and, and again, I think so. That is actually an interesting point. I do think if they kind of like turn it to 11 with the characters and maybe take them in like interesting directions or um, adjust their personalities. Like if they were doing kind of like an alternate universe type thing, um, that could be fine if they were well, like it's gotta really be an going universe well, thing because like I mean, George no, Washington didn't need. <laughs> no, it could happen. Duncan, you see the warning at the beginning that says this work is probably a work of fiction. Oh my no, God. The word probably. That was so stupid. <laughs> I actually, I really liked that. I thought this <laughs> game was going to be a lot better than it was when I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's like, but the problem is they didn't do any of that. So they're just trying to do a semi accurate representation of Napoleon and Washington. And like, there's just, I mean, like we've talked about here, there are just too many avenues to fuck up, and I think they fucked up enough of them. And, like, it's that's not even, like, to their, like, to say anything about their ability to portray those characters. I just think it's next to impossible to do a historical figure, especially people as large as, like, George Washington and Napoleon, right. who 
were not only like do we know a lot about them not only do we have a lot of writings from them but also they just played such a massive part in history and they were such political figures that they were constantly in the spotlight like it's too easy to get some small details wrong it's too easy to make things unbelievable but, it's too easy to just not capture their voice so if you're not doing something with that character you're just you're leaving yourself open to fail but here's the thing without, is, do, did you pick up on those little like little discrepancies cuz i I mean, the first, the, the I feel like the first one that we mentioned with, you know, the electoral campaign and him helping out, that one's like, that one's easy to be like, that's, there's no, like, he didn't need help, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, but uh, I think, did you, yeah, did you pick up on those small things? So it wasn't, like, I don't want to misspeak and give the wrong impression of, of how I'm feeling. It's not so much that the... They will say things that are just wrong and untrue based okay. on history. I mean, they probably will, and we may pick up on more of them. I didn't really pick up on many of them this time as much as it is that that is such mm-hmm. an established character in history that you have a very concrete idea of who that person was or at least who of history saw that person as. Yeah. And anything that deviates from that, like George Washington making a bad joke about picking his nose, like... <laughs> just immediately like if some dumb character had said that and it was a throwaway joke and like you would have just been like oh that's the character that's silly and over the top but like if there's a character who's a real gossipy bitch we can just say like oh that character is really gossipy but if it's george washington suddenly we're like yo they got a gossipy george washington in this game what the fuck well like see, it's too easy for those to characters to be wrong though, is i think it speaks to something though is because we see these characters in history and all we know about them is, you know, for their achievements in life and the things that they did. But, like, you know, IRL, George Washington might have been a little bit of a gossip, you know? And I, I mean, think it's, it's hard possible. to know that because, like, there's so many – we don't focus on that. You know what I mean? Like, we don't talk about his personality archetype. Like, that's not a mm-hmm. thing that comes up in history lessons, you know, or, like – or really books. I mean, I'm, I mean, if you read like our super extensive book, Napoleon is a little bit different. I feel like, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, I, no oh, shit. <laughs> My headphones just popped out real professional, Duncan. So nice. Uh, nice. Keeping the production quality of the podcast amp to 11. I like it. Yeah. So I think my solution in my head was, all right, let's take these characters. And I think it's still cool that they're in the game. But what if they took more of a backseat in the sense that they only showed up in, like, really important moments? And they just don't seem as powerful or as important when I'm just, like, having a chat with them by the fire or, like, eating lunch with them or having, like, a brisk conversation. Like, I feel like when Mm. I talk to Napoleon, he should be surrounded by, like, eight soldiers and, like, be very threatening and, like, you know what I mean? It just – not to say, like – I don't know. I just, these are very powerful people in history and in like, in my mind and to see them cracking dad jokes and like, you know, psyching you out about cannons and like, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. And I wish and again, that they could like, still be in there without them being like meme characters. Yeah. And I think what you said about like, we don't know necessarily that these are not, truth right we don't know that that's not how washington was in his free time that's not like wrong that's just 
it's not gonna feel good no matter whether or not we know it's true right it's just gonna feel weird and i think that's like this is not saying like hey you guys fucked this up as much as it is saying like hey this is a thing i don't think people should do because i just don't think the work is going to like have the intended effect because it's gonna it's gonna feel weird napoleon's gonna feel out of place washington's gonna be you know off-putting in in some way or another it's it's I don't know. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the key is like you said to just have them be less central. Maybe the key is like I don't know. Use people who are less important in history instead of using Washington. Use like some other president down the road that we don't like. But let's be real. Associate with such strong ideals. Or something. But let's be real. That w- that wouldn't give you the draw. You know what I mean? Yo, like, George well, Washington being pers- in the game did not give me a draw to begin with. Yeah. Okay. Not you personally, but I. You, there has to be people out there who played this game because they're like, wow. They're using real people in history. This is very interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think probably, someone who's not probably. as big of a gamer, you know what I mean, or, like, it doesn't play as much, might see this and become, like, instantly interested. You know what I mean? Like, I think... It's possible, yeah. There's a lot and, of crafted draw to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably the story they wanted to tell. And you know what? Whatever. It might get wildly better. It might be awesome in one episode. Yeah. But as it stands right now... I don't think using historical characters worked for them at all. Yeah. I'm I'm feeling pretty mixed about it. I think there's there's some pre and I and when I said about the uh what I said about the um we don't really know what those people were like is more of like an observation and not like a reason of being like don't criticize this because you don't know what they were like because I do agree mm-hmm. with you that no matter excuse me what you do you're going to blunder somewhere and it's going to feel weird because that's just not your image of that person. So I think yeah. it's a really astute, like, it's a really interesting observation to be like, well, you don't really know what, what they were like, but also it doesn't matter because you already have in your head what this person should be like, you know? Yeah. Um, it's so it's a risky move. It's a risky move by them. We'll see if it pays off by the end of episode five, yep. but hey, I mean, that's it. We'll just, we'll see. We'll see. That's the, so, that's the theme is we'll see. So I think we will see. Not, I mean, you've heard it all here, so don't no really reason to play it. <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. Later. I mean, look, if it sounded interesting to you, if the story seemed like it could maybe have a good hook, and you wanted to get involved with it, like do pick it up. And there's there are entire plot elements that Duncan and I didn't talk about because we didn't have time, or not plot elements, but plot you know lines that we didn't talk about because we didn't go down those roads. So like, look, I'm not gonna or recommend it at thirty dollars, but yeah. yeah. I mean, so, if it goes yeah, $30 on $30 is a little, a, little, a little much, but you may, you we'll know, you're only in the first one. episode. Yeah. So, you know, it's supposedly it will all be out by the end of 2018. Um, we will uh, probably cover the rest of it. I'm not going to commit to it just because, you know, we'll see if the quality, you know, yeah. we'll see how it changes. And I expect that by the second episode, we'll have significantly less to say because we won't be talking about major points like mechanics and things like that. But. Yeah. Maybe we'll a little see. bonus yeah. episode. Maybe by then we'll be done with Sonic. Yeah, well, mm, not nah, probably not. We actually could figure out when we'll be done with Sonic because we have a schedule now, and it's Ooh. probably 2020. So just be uh, ready for a lot of Sonic, you know? Yeah. But I'm committed. So, so yeah. uh, you know, I think that's That was it. the council. That yeah, was the council. I, it's been a long episode already, so I don't really want to talk about anything else nope. for the sake nope. of everyone So what? Uh, if you enjoyed this, you know, continue listening. 
I don't know why I said that. Damn, sick joke. If you enjoyed this, please feel free to go on to iTunes and, and leave yeah. us a review. It, it helps a ton. That's the primary way that people find new podcasts still. Um, if you did not enjoy this, please do not go on iTunes and leave us a review <laughs> because that probably is bad for us. I'm not 100% certain, but it seems like that's the no, way it would work. I want to hear your critiques, please. Yeah, Thank no, you. give us critiques in an email. Just don't leave us a bad review on iTunes. Come on, man. We're out here on the grind 24-7 trying to get Yo, good. Don't tweet that drops, you dude. That Twitter grind. <laughs> 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 uh yeah so uh, but yeah definitely for sure do do feel free to email us at thoughts from player one at gmail.com with any criticism critique questions um we'll try and be better about posting what games we're going to play beforehand um maybe mm. even try to like solicit questions from forums and places like that if anybody is, is curious um just so that we can hopefully start introducing that uh we do have a facebook page facebook.com Slash thoughts from player one. Just go to the search bar and still. search thoughts from player yep. one. We're the, or we're don't, the blue. You know? We're the blue losers. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Facebook's been going through some stuff lately, though. So if you don't want to, whatever. I get it. I get it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I get that. Uh, Twitter at thoughts from P1. Follow us on Twitter. Like all our tweets. Retweet all our tweets. <laughs> Duncan Duncan's on the grind. So yeah, I'm on the grind. Some real winners on that one if you follow. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Alex. I'm working hard, dude. I'm working hard as fuck. I know. I know. You're putting in the effort. I get it. I'm trying to support you as best as I can. Thank you. Um, Thank you, baby. So one more time, that was The Council by Big Bad Wolf, uh, published by Focus Home Interactive, and it's for PS4, Xbox, and Windows at $30, uh, $29.99 to be exact. So, Duncan, would you like to... uh, Hit us with that there closer. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Sorry, we might might have to. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. For God's sakes. What happened in here? (laughs) (laughs) I got you. I got you. I got you, God. I want to be dead. That's all the beef in the pot, my boys. And for God's sakes, what happened in this beef pot? What is this? What is this? A carrot? This is a pot of beef, not a stew. (laughs) For God's sakes. Bye. Bye. strong clap 59 minutes 59 minutes solid give me a strong clap (laughs) (laughs) oh that i want that as the real intro (laughs) give me a strong clap ow